Yaman. Yaman. My China. husband's with us. <laughs> yes, Yaman, Yaman. You're talking that uh, talk from Jamaica. We have a great jam-packed show for you today. Uh, author and traveling on contributor Elizabeth McCall will be joining us to talk about saddling up on Hawaii and in France. Also, we'll be joined by traveling on contributor Brian Portland, who will talk about accessible travel along the Gold Coast, I believe, there in Australia. And then we'll head to the island of Puerto Rico with Mary Jo Labordi, the director of exec, deputy executive director of Puerto Rican Tourism, to talk more about that wonderful island. And finally, we will head across the pond to talk to our other traveling on contributor, David Gordon, about the Scottish homecoming and tracing your Scottish family roots. 2009 is shaping up to be the Scottish homecoming, so it's going to be a big year ahead of Scotland. So if you want to join in on the conversations with everyone, call us at our studio line at 888-463-6748. That's 888-GO-FOR-IT. Yep, but first we'd like to invite you to sign up for our Traveling On Club newsletter and also play our Travel and Trivia Contest to win great prizes. And this prize, of course, uh, in in honor of our uh, trip to Jamaica, is Reggae Around the World, the Putumaya World Music latest release and you can sign up to win that and and also for our newsletter and our website traveln-on.com that's t-r-a-v-e-l-n hyphen o-n dot com and you know in addition to travel one of my own personal loves is horses and I'm happy to introduce uh, the Traveling Traveling On's uh, equestrian travel expert and contributor Elizabeth McCall who actually shares my passion uh, about horses, travel, and entertainment. And her credentials are just amazing. She's, you know, uh, penned several several articles in USA Weekend, uh, Los Angeles Times. She authored a book, beautiful book, called The Tao of Horses, Exploring How Horses Guide Us on Our Spiritual Path. And uh, she is also uh, the the consultant to the award-winning Arabian Nights dinner attraction in Orlando, uh, among many, many other things. Elizabeth, welcome back to Traveling On. Oh, it's a pleasure to be with you. Well, thank you, thank you. Now, we're going to head to, uh, we're, we're doing a lot of island hopping on this show, and we're first starting in Hawaii. Um, you have a couple of very distinctive rides that uh, you think are really nice experiences for uh, travelers who love equestrian travel. Um, starting with uh, with your first one, is it uh, Paniola Adventures? Well, it's named Paniola Adventures, and I, I think the interesting thing about horseback riding on the Big Island is people think of you know the volcanoes and the black sand beaches and, and golfing, but they don't realize how you can really kind of get the ultimate eco trip there by actually climbing on the back of a horse and riding. And Paniola Adventures is in the Kohala Mountains which is right in the center of, of the Big Island. And uh, there's a – Paniola Ventures was started by a former Disney executive. So <laughs> it picks uh-huh. it in your mind, and you won't be real surprised. Um, normally, one of the things you always want to do if you're planning on riding and you're traveling, make sure you've got uh, shoes with closed toes. But if you happen to have forgotten them, <laughs> um, Bob Henderson has made sure everything is there for you, right down to <laughs> boots <laughs> and lotion, chaps if you need it, and hats. Um, Piling All Adventures uh, has a number of different rides, and it, it's on one of the larger ranches on the island, and they offer something called open-range riding, which is a lot of fun, uh, which means you can actually do a little cantering. 
um, and it's not just swallowing head to tail kind of thing. Um, you actually go through some fields with cattle. They open and close gates. Uh, you go by some sacred Hawaiian sites, depending on the ride you're on. And they've really geared quite a few rides, uh, different options that are based on your level of riding, um, based on what you're interested in doing and how much time you want to spend there. Um, they do mm-hmm. book up pretty far in advance, and they even have like an interactive day that's kind of like a dolphin quest with horses. Um, that's one of their newer offerings there. Now, how how large are the groups that they take out generally on on average? Um, probably not over ten. Uh, okay. They can be smaller. A lot, of, like a lot of places, uh, if you make your arrangements in advance, you can't even arrange for it's not custom offering. But they've and, got a really uh, nice grid also on their website and give you a pretty good overview of what each ride covers and the times of day they're offered and, and comparisons in terms of the level of riding that are required. Um, whether lunches serve, they have good lunches, by the way. <laughs> we're, we're sitting in, in a site that actually uh, there's some archaeological uh, research going on where we were sitting on the picnic ride that I went on for lunch. Um, and uh, you can see, you know, you can see the ocean. We could see Maui. We could see Haleakala Crater from where we were picnicking. You know, the horses were tied up, and then we got back on and rode some more. Um, oh, back. I was on about a four-hour ride. Elizabeth, just to interject here, for folks who might be looking at family adventures with their children and so forth, are there any age requirements that uh, uh, families might need to think about as they plan these types of excursions? Uh, yes. If your child's pineal uh, adventures, they have a minimum age of eight. And if you're thinking about horseback riding somewhere and you've got children, uh, first of all, I think you want to decide if it's something, if you're a couple, if it's your romantic getaway and it might be a good day to have the children do something else. Mm-hmm. Um, if not, if you wanted to make it a whole family adventure, you do need to check the age requirements. Um, and some of that is for safety reasons and also just younger children are, and the horses that they have, they may not have a combination. Most of them have a combination draft horses a lot, a draft crosses, what they call So they're... They're pretty sturdy horses. They've got nice, even, mellow temperaments. Um, doesn't mean that all the rides are, are terribly slow or anything, but they're pretty good, dependable schooled horses. But an now, eight-year-old is the minimum age for this particular ride. Okay. Some of them have different okay. ages. Okay. Um, and, and we just have a couple more minutes left, and I want to get to the, your other selection on Hawaii and also uh, one that you, you enjoy in France, too. Tell us, uh, starting with the... the Second selection um, on Hawaii. Why you want to uh, into Waipio? <laughs> What's that? that? The Waipio, the Waipio Valley ride, and not a lot of stables. Yes. Okay, that's a thrill ride. The, the Waipio Valley is very sacred to the Hawaiians, and there is actually a group of wild horses there, which was the big attraction I wanted to see. Um, but it is a bit of a thrill ride getting down there. Not a lot of stables, um, and they do have a website and. They have four-wheel drive <laughs> vehicles that take you down, and it's it's about a 45-degree angle, I think. I don't know. It seems like <laughs> I went down with my eyes closed. The horse ride was taken <laughs> after that. Uh, and on the ride down below, it's a pretty sedate ride. Uh, you get a chance to go through an area with just dramatic waterfalls. We actually rode through streams. We saw spotted some of the wild horses that actually roam free down there. Um, people that live in YPO actually don't live as they did many years ago, generations ago. There are only about 50 full-time residents, and they're farmers still with different crops down there. So we had a chance to meander around, and, of course, they, they do want to respect also the local people's privacy as much. But it was certainly a dramatic and touching ride. 
So, so actually, that's a valley, um, a valley journey, basically on four wheels, and, and not uh, not actually a horseback ride itself. Um, no, it's on, clarify. <laughs> it's, let me clarify. It's on four hooves. Um, you, uh-huh. It okay. requires a four-wheel drive ride down, and they meet you at the top of YPO is where the meeting place is. And everybody gathers there, and then they load you into their four-wheel drive with their expert driver that takes you down. Because part of the road is one lane, and they have, like, this very, very narrow turnout when somebody's passing going up. It's not gotcha. something you would want to do yourself. <laughs> and, and leave it to the local experts to do that. Um Okay. You've got in, some pretty good picks of places where people can stay, as as I'm as I'm sure you've uh, enjoyed from uh, your travels there. Perhaps you could tell us about uh, some of those places that people might want to combine on some of these excursions. Well, I'll tell you a couple of wonderful places I enjoyed. One was the Waipio Wayside Bed and Breakfast Inn, which is an old an old home from the plantation times. And it's very close by to the YPO ride, the Nalapa Stable ride, uh, probably about 10 miles down the road. And Jacqueline Horn, the owner and proprietor, is a member of Slow Food Organization, so believe me. The, the meals are, are scrumptious. The breakfast is uh, a gourmet delight with many courses and fresh fruit. And she can tell you all about uh, the intricacies and anything you might want to know about the island. Uh, another place I had a delightful time staying was the Waimea Garden Cottage, which is owned by a veterinarian who've been in town many years and his wife. And there are only three separate little cottages there. And it's a great place. That would be really nice for a family, too. It's very accessible to Paniolo Adventures, and it's right in the center of the island in Waimea, which is the famous ranching town. But you can even, they stock your, your kitchen, so you've got your eggs and coffee and juice in there. And if you want, it's a fix-it-yourself kind of arrangement. But they have gone to great extremes to make the bathrooms a delightful experience. Um, uh, well, that, that's it, always important. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. We have a private garden going off the bath um, with a shower coming out, a double shower and uh, a beautiful jacuzzi tub. And it was <laughs> it was quite an experience. Even though the outside looks a bit rustic, it, it, the interior of his every delight is there. And it's a mm. really special way to enjoy the island a little bit like a local instead of just being in a hotel arrangement. Now, um, we, we only have about uh, a minute and a half left uh, before, before we break. Um, I wanted you to touch really briefly on the uh, Horse and Chateau in France, one of, uh, another one of your favorite places. Okay. If you want a thrill, <laughs> a real thrill, the way to see the Loire Valley is with Cheval et Chateau, and that is Horses and Chateaus. And it was started by a former advertising executive who's a horse lover and a certified riding instructor. And she's currently offering for 2009 five different treks where you can actually ride up to the Chateau of Chambord. I mean, they take the horses and park the horses and feed them while you go in and watch a performance and can take a tour. Um, she has a beautifully choreographed where you stay at private chateaus overnight. She will even put together custom offerings with honeymoons and private tours. Um, she has gone to great extremes to make it a very classy experience, <laughs> right down to having... Uh, the Cheval et Chateau logo on the saddle pads for the horses. Now, that is all English riding, and that's something to pay attention to if you're riding around the world. And if you're not familiar with English riding, you may not want to take it up for the first time there. And, and how about uh, how about in, uh, in, uh, in Hawaii, English or Western saddle, real briefly? Western saddles in both places we discussed. Okay. Okay, great. Thank you so much, Elizabeth, for joining us today and, and sharing. And I invite our listening audience to um, to visit 
our website. Uh, you are also a blog contributor, and uh, and uh, we will actually post some of these um, uh, sites on uh, on your blog, or you will post post some of these sites on on the blog. 